Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex Chat this week. This week we're going to be talking about what it takes to be an artist. And this is actually gonna be a two-part kind of Lex Chat. So this week we're gonna talk about, first off, what it takes to be an artist, what I think are the most obvious skills that should be developed, but who knows, you might find out that some of these things are not so common like we would all want common sense to be. So if that is a topic that you are interested in hearing more about what it takes to be an artist, then stay tuned. Everyone who's tuning in, remember that I have, and I'm gonna do the Just Hilarious intro because everybody seemed to have really enjoyed that and told me to do it. So, everybody, welcome to the Lex Chat. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that Atlanta, I have a show. Atlanta, I'm going to be in your city. On Thursday, May 19th at Believe Music Hall, I will be performing a set at Believe Music Hall. That's 181 Ralph David Abernethy Boulevard at Believe Music Hall. On Thursday, May 19th, Lexi will be in Atlanta performing. But I really need your support on this one. If you're gonna be in Atlanta, then come out, buy the tickets. The tickets are at the link in my bio, or you can let me know right now if you will be able to come out. They are $25. And let me know, I will send the link to you. Performing some of your favorite songs and any songs that y'all requested. So far we got All Keeps, Bed Dream, and I keep forgetting the other one. Three songs were requested. All Keeps, Bed Dream, and something else. There was a third song that got requested. I really need to write this down. But the fact of the matter is I will be performing at Believe Music Hall on Thursday, May 19th. That is a long ways off, so it's plenty of time to prepare and it's just $25. Y'all, please come out and support me. I haven't done this kind of show in a very long time. It's a part of the Bridging the Music Atlanta Mini Fest. So I will be one of the people on there. I would greatly appreciate if you come out. So is that support from you, Celebrity Chef Maurice? Can I send you the link to the tickets and you will be supporting me? I would also encourage y'all to buy, bring someone with you, you know? Homies, love interests. All right, excuse this terrible uh, sewing, hold on. All right, so we got Celebrity Chef Maurice says he wants to come out and support. So right after we're done with this Lex chat, I will send you a link to where you can buy the tickets for the show on Thursday, May 19th. Other things that are coming up, I'll be walking in a fashion show called Passport to Luxury, which is going to be April 30th. I believe that's on a Saturday. And that's gonna be like early afternoon, probably like three o'clock. And then I have a show in Savannah. I will be going to Savannah at the Underground Bar and Lounge performing a short set. So if you or anybody you know is in Savannah, Georgia, that's also where I graduated high school from. So I'm gonna call in a few of my old friends to see if they wanna come out and support as well. But celebrity chef Maurice said he wants to buy some tickets. I will send you a link to where you can do that after this. Anybody else on here right now that can support me at the show in Atlanta, Georgia at Believe Music Hall Thursday, May 19th, let me know and I will send you the link to the tickets. What are those two songs? If you've heard any of my songs, I don't know if you have, uh, Chef, but All Keeps in Bedream were requested. I'm really trying to figure out what the other one was. 
Oh, I'm doing drop top for show, for show. All right, so I got three songs, All Keeps, Bedream, and Drop Top that are top requested so far. But it's a 15 minute set, so I got plenty of spots for other songs that y'all wanna hear. And I wonder what kind of things I should give away at the show because I definitely wanna show y'all some love back for coming to support me. So what's something special that I could get where someone could win in the audience or I could just give it out to all the people who came out. I don't know. I need help on those ideas. So all of this is gonna qualify as part of the Lex check, which we always do before we get into the main discussion of the Lex chat. So I'm the type of person where I talk for a living, I sing for a living, but I don't ever really reveal too much about myself, um, just outright. And I barely talk to a lot of people and I barely let a lot of people in to know what's going on with me. But I think this cloud that I was so worried about is finally starting to lift. So if you've been tuning in to the past couple of weeks of Lex Chat, I've been talking about how I've kind of been going through this depressive kind of state and I've been experiencing like this dark cloud where I've just been sleeping a lot or not sleeping at all. I haven't really been eating. I wasn't really going to the gym and I was just feeling down. I felt like crying all the time and feeling unmotivated, feeling hopeless about a few things in the future. And part of that I think is due a little bit to heartbreak. Um, it really sucks when you find out that somebody that you cared a lot about just does not care about you in the same way. And you realize that they will not return that energy to you. So that's part of the reason why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Um, also just being stressed out about all the work that I put into doing music and seemingly, I don't know, I always knew that this was gonna be a long game, but I guess I just never anticipated it to take this long or I didn't anticipate it to take a toll in the way that it's taken, um, which has cost me a lot time-wise and it's cost me a lot mentally so that's kind of what I have been going through pretty much since December since just before my birthday and this is the longest that that cloud has ever hovered over me I always get into kind of a sad depressive state um, when the winter months come around so during the colder season I'm very much susceptible to more depression more sadness you know like I said and there is actual science behind that. It's called seasonal affective disorder, where your mood changes with the season. And I think that I'm truly affected by by colder seasons. Um, it's called SAD, sad, funny enough. Seasonal affective disorder. Look it up, let me know what you think about it. Comment in the comments down below. Have you felt like you've ever dealt with this once you read about how seasonal affective disorder works and when it tends to take effect. For me, and for most people, it's typically in the colder months, so that's been lasting. Um, and then there's just anxiety that comes around my birthday time, which is December 6th, where I have this thing where I just don't feel like I'm being supported, but in the past week, it has been made abundantly clear to me that I have support, even in the most un 
suspecting of places from people that I did not expect to be supporting me. But the people who I have, they're just a little more silent than I would like them to be, right? But I have been, it's been well, made well aware that I do actually have support. Um, whether that's people who are, you know, directly involved in the music or they're able to throw a few extra bucks to me to help me feel a little more secure as far as financially to be able to keep pursuing this dream um, and help me out and ease my mind a little bit. So I do have support. And what's really hard is, what's really hard is remembering that I have support and remembering to focus on those who are supporting me versus focusing on what I don't have. For some reason, it sounds so simple and it is a very simple concept, but it's the hardest thing in the world to focus on the good. Like, I guess we're, I think it's a part of human nature. We're just hardwired to look at the negatives because we're trying to avoid what could kill us. That's just part of our natural instinct to try to help us stay alive. But we need to focus on the good things because where energy goes, energy flows. Where energy flows, energy grows. You could say that either way, it both works. But wherever you focus your energy on, that is what the results are that you're gonna get. You're gonna get those results. So if you focus on negative, you're gonna get negative. If you focus on good, you're gonna get good. The thing about it is you're going to experience ups and downs no matter what you decide to focus on. So you may as well focus on the good stuff, right? Um, and then you could worry about building to the more positive outcomes versus trying to avoid the negative ones because who really wants to spend their all of their time avoiding things when you could spend all of your time attracting good things to you and and uh attracting all the good things and i don't want to say chasing but what's a good word for that i just had it the other day it's not chasing it's i don't know just pursuing there we go pursuing that's the word it's better to attract and to pursue what up gray keys so that is the end of our Lex check. We'll get into the Lex chat, the obvious skills that I feel like artists, people should know, but we're gonna get into what it takes to be an artist right after these messages. Let's get into this Lex chat. All right, so first off, Cookies Water says it takes courage to believe in yourself. That's really good. I actually don't have that on my list, but yes, you do have to believe in yourself to be an artist. So just like I said, um, I believe in the intro and as I said during the Lex check, I was inspired to do this topic 
because of something that Charlemagne the God posted that's making its rounds on the internet right now. It says, just because school isn't for you doesn't mean rapping is. And I think that we have so many people, especially in the black community, we are heavily influenced to believe that the only things that we can be successful in um, is music and sports, which is not true. Um, and for some reason, I think that people think just because of how fun it looks, they think that it's easy to be an artist. When, and just like some other discussions, if y'all tune into the Lex Chat, we talk about the duality of life and how once you choose something, that means you're giving something up. And then if you caught the Lex Chat last week, I shared a sermon that I listened to by Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. Um, it's called, It Will Work. It Will Come Together. That's what the name of the sermon is. It Will Come Together. And I wonder if I actually have, I know I have the screen recording in here somewhere. I really want to share it with y'all. So please bear with me. It is so good. Hold on. I really want to share it. I wasn't planning on it, but hey, here we go. So let's see. Is it going to let me share it? Oh, no. Here it Take it out of the realm of people for a moment. Rachel was what Jacob loved yeah. and what he wanted. What do you want? What do you love? Everything you love is going to come with something that you don't. Message. Let that sink in. You got it? Everything you love. God, I want success. Cool. It comes with stress, sleeplessness, and sacrifice. Let that sink in. You got it? Everything you love. God, I want success. Cool. It comes with stress, sleeplessness, and sacrifice. It comes with stress. All right. I think y'all get the point, right? So my point being is that just because school isn't for you doesn't mean rapping is either. Now, a lot of people think that it's easier to be an artist because the concept of school seems so secure sophomore three years ain't picked the career <laughs> fuck it i just stayed out here and do bids because that's what does money do by me a new crib anyway we're not getting into kanye west but no so people think that just because school is not easy that being an artist is going to be any easier and i have to disagree because just like anything in life that you want to be good at, you have to work towards it. So with school, you got to get in the books, you got to do well on your exams, you got to do well on your practicals. When it comes to being an artist, there are a lot of skills that get overlooked, I feel. But when I look at what an artist needs to develop and what an artist needs to study, it's a wide variety of things, just like if you were in school. So I wrote down a couple of attributes, a couple of skills that I feel it's pretty obvious that you should develop if you're planning on being an artist. So, and these are in no particular order, it's just how they came to my head, right? But the first one being a musical ear. So I believe, and I would recommend that 
you take some kind of music lessons. Um, for me, I took piano lessons when I was younger. Uh, people might take guitar lessons, drum lessons. You could even do vocal lessons. Just take some kind of lessons or take some kind of class where you are learning and studying music. And guess what? That kind of involves being in school, right? Or private tutoring, if that's what you want to call it, to liken it to school. And the reason why I say this is because you need to develop a musical ear since music is what your field is. Now, that might not seem so obvious to a lot of people. And this is also going to come from a place of frustration because of the nature of the job that I have. A lot of the newer rappers that I've been getting as clients at the studio, and thankfully I've been having nothing but quality clients for the past couple of months, but there was a time that I was consistently getting new rappers, rappers especially, into the studio who just have no concept of bars, measures, um, structure of a song, uh, they don't even really know like the key of the song. They don't know that their voice is an instrument and that your instrument has to work with the other instruments, which is the beat. Like, yes, your voice may be the focal point, but you have to learn how sounds work together. You have to learn how chords work together, how different notes and pitches work together. If you sing something the wrong way, it'll clash with everything else. Or if you sing like a half step above something and that's not like included in the chord or included in like a non-dissonance kind of way, that's a music term, look it up, then it's going to throw off the feeling, it's gonna throw off the vibe, it's gonna throw off the bounce of the music. And so it baffles me how many people don't realize that you still have to study music just because it's something that you love to do and something that it's fun. Okay, that's great. Wouldn't you want to learn as much as you possibly can around the thing that you say you love so much? Wouldn't you want to know the ins and outs of it? Or at least that's how I think. I was having an interview with Game Changers Radio a couple weeks ago uh, that some of you may have caught when I was in that really pretty blue dress. And he called me a nerd. And honestly, it was kind of offensive to me the way that he was saying it, but I flipped it in a positive way, I think. And I said, yeah, of course I am a nerd. Like you have to be a nerd about the things that you say you like to do. Why would you not want to continue to get better and grow at the things that you say you like? Otherwise, you're stagnant. You're not making progress. So my first piece of advice is to take some kind of music lessons, develop your musical ear, figure out the difference between chords, figure out the key scale. Um, it's different for guitar and drums and like reading music as far as that. But I know for piano, learn that it goes from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and that there are in-betweens. There's A, B, C, C sharp, D, D sharp, E, F, F sharp, G, G sharp, A, A sharp, B, C and all of those things, right? So learn your music terminology because it's going to help you. And I would also say while you're taking lessons, you're going to be exposed to different styles, um, different songs, different literature. Oh, that's the other part of this. 
while you're studying and developing your musical ear, study different songs and different literature and different poetry so you can understand the structures of songs and understand that there is actually a science and a math that goes into making a song and why it feels more natural to say things in a certain way or to say phrases in a certain length because it feels natural and it feels good. There is like a science to this. Um, learn how to do that because it will help you as an artist. You're doing music, but you don't know how to speak a musical language. You think your voice is the only instrument? Come on, let's do better. So next thing is to study language. Now, just because you're going to be doing music, it doesn't mean that you can get away from education. And if you were not the kind of person to pay attention to English in school and literature or even AP literature, AP English, then I would say that you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage. For me, I actually started out writing poetry and I had a love of poetry before I ever got into music, really. Um, I learned that it was like a natural pairing for me to put my words to music once I started hearing how the slam poets put their stuff to certain rhythms. And then you learn that rap is rhythm and poetry and it's just putting your voice over a, over a beat and making your voice work together and that's how a song is created. So I actually started out with poetry and I say that because when I was younger, I always loved to write. I loved writing poetry, I loved writing songs. I had a crazy imagination. If any of my teachers remember me, I remember there was a writing assignment that we had to do in fourth grade where we had to like think of some superhero character and it only had to be like three paragraphs, but I ended up writing like seven pages of a story. And my teacher was like, oh my God, you're just like an overachiever. <laughs> Or there was another instance where um, in English in 10th grade, I wanna, I wanna say, my teacher's name was Mr. Schick, like the razor blade. And he gave us a similar kind of prompt. We had to create like a play and write an entire play um, for uh, a project that we were doing based around Greek mythology. So we had to create our own mythological story and I took it upon myself to create like some kind of games based on a character that was in our our mythological story. And it was just really imaginative and it was just way too much. All of that to say, right? I have a passion for writing. I have a passion for language. I have a passion for English and different languages as well. When you're doing music, right? You are communicating thoughts. You're communicating ideas through language. So it would be very beneficial for you to study language, English, grammar, punctuation, stories, poetry, um, structures of poems, um, learn about, shoot, read the Bible, read the Quran, read the Torah, read the whatever book the Buddhists follow, but get yourself a good understanding of language, of stories, how other people write, how other cultures write. Um, study different languages, how other people speak their languages, the roots of words. You could even get into Latin. And it's all about 
studying how you can best communicate with people and then studying so that you can expand your literary repertoire, right? Um, something that might be a little bit of a shock to people when it comes to music. Um, we're all saying the same thing all the time, but what helps you stand out as an artist is when you are able to communicate something that everybody goes through, but maybe in a way that people haven't heard before, or maybe in a way that people haven't approached before. But if you're limiting yourself to only the words that you know right now, and you never think to expand your vocabulary, you never think to expand your knowledge of the roots of words or the origins of words, how can you expect to be able to communicate multiple ideas across multiple groups of people and that's what being famous is all about right people notice you people know who you are um people gravitate towards you now we could get into a whole different discussion um later on what's up maurice beats we get a, into a whole different discussion later on about how people like why people become famous and then i would like to talk about how being famous whether you want it or not means you're a role model, but that's a whole different conversation that we won't get into today. But yes, there's a piece of hair on my shirt. To become a better artist, you should be developing your English skills, your language skills, your communication skills, which that leads me to, and I'm gonna kind of go out of order here. Um, let me see musical lessons study language next thing i would say you got to study your speech so it's one thing to study language and the words once you learn those things you have to learn how to put those things into coherent sentences and complete thoughts and speech public speaking interview skills it all wraps up to work for the better of your development as an artist I don't know, for some reason people, these are the obvious skills, right? The skills that I think are obvious that every artist should be developing. If you are afraid of public speaking or making speeches, you might struggle with a little bit of anxiety as an artist because you have to stand in front of, when you make it, you say you wanna be famous, right? You're gonna have to stand in front of thousands of people explaining to them the concept of your songs, explaining to them how you came up with some of your ideas, or explaining to them a story behind why you created this or the origin for an idea for one of your songs. Or even just, if you don't wanna do all of that, you still have to be able to say, hey to everybody, how y'all doing? Let's get crunk, let's turn up. If you're afraid to do that, if you can't do that, you might find it and it'll be very, you might find that it'll be very difficult to reach the heights that you wanna reach that everyone is striving for when they get into music. Everybody wants to be recognized and given accolades for the work that they contribute to music. And part of that is being able to clearly communicate your thoughts, your feelings, your the origins of your ideas. So study speech, public speaking, interview skills. Why am I mentioning interview skills? 
because people are going to want to talk to you. People are going to want to ask you questions. They're going to want to know things about you. And you have to be able to clearly communicate and clearly tell people who you are, where you're from, what you do, um, how you came to be. And you just want to be able to clearly communicate with people. That's what it boils down to. And honestly, communication is such a huge part in everything, in every aspect of life. Um, learning how to answer a question. And I have to talk about this with a lot of my clients too. Um, I don't talk about it with a lot of my clients, honestly. Only the ones who show me that they actually care about this stuff and training to be an artist because you do have to train to be an artist. And honestly... I'm surprised it's not more of an organized thing for training artists on how to be artists. That might be something that I do. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But I know, especially when I'm having disagreements with people, I hate it when I ask the person a question and they dance their way around the question, but they never actually answer the damn question. So let me try to give you an example. I might ask, you know, do you believe in, nah, I don't want to go there. Oh man, let me read some of these comments so I can get my thoughts together. Gray Keys is dropping gems all over, gems and diamonds all over. Maurice says hello and facts. Um, Gray Keys says this topic could be your masterclass. You've covered so many gems already. Oh, believe me, I will be turning this into something something to sell <laughs> so let me think let's say you're in an interview and the interviewer asks you um what's your name or how did you come up with your name and you say well when i was growing up you know i used to do da da da, da and i used to do this this and that and i used to run the streets or and i used to buy this stuff and i used to do that and we used to always do da 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 da, da. and you just go into a whole storyline but you never just get to a clear, concise answer of this is where my name came from. And that's really what studying speech and public speaking and studying interview skills is all about, right? When people are asking you questions in interviews and you go off on long tangents because you can't keep your mind clear on one goal, which is this question, answering this one question, it makes you seem not educated it makes you seem like you don't have clear train of thought it just makes you seem like it's hard to connect with you because you're not giving people what they want by connecting and directly answering the question so part of interview skills would be to answer questions directly and concisely concisely meaning keep it short keep it sweet you could explain a, a short backstory as to how you got your name but it should take you two minutes or less to answer to that. Now, there's going to be a lot of different things that go into those interviews. Like, you know, that it'll give you some leeway on how you answer. But you also want to make sure that you're interacting back with the interviewer to give them a an entertaining interview. Right. So that's something else that I would say that you should work on as an artist or the type of skill that you need to develop. Public speaking, public uh, speech and interview skills. Next thing that I would say you need to work on a skill that needs to be developed as an artist is dancing. And this kind of couples in with what I talked about as far as 
learning like like having some kind of lessons right i would encourage artists to get into dance lessons because if you're going to be performing which i encourage every artist to do you need to understand rhythm you would be surprised again how many newer rappers it's always the rappers that come in that don't seem to know what they're doing and they are too prideful to ask for help but the reason why i say dancing right is because let's take somebody like uh i was about to say blue note blue face who everybody knows he is famous for rapping off beat now i don't know about y'all but when i hear somebody rapping off beat the song is kind of instantly trash to me because where is where are most people going to be hearing this song most people are introduced to music on the radio or in the club right and in the club i want to dance i want to have fun i want to rock and be lit how are you gonna throw off my groove by rapping off beat if i was emperor Cusco right now dude being all off beat is throwing off my groove so i would encourage people to study dancing because it's going to give you a better understanding of rhythm and a better understanding of the way that you use your instrument, the way that you, you know, interact with the beat. That's going to influence how people are going to move with your song and the way that you the cadences and the melodies that you decide to use cadence and melody would be a term that you would have learned in your music lessons the cadence and melody that you de that you decide to use in your song that's going to influence how people are moving to your song it's going to influence how easily or how difficult people find it to create routines and choreography to your music so the reason why i say study dance is to understand rhythm and how people are going to move with and interact with your music if you're rapping all off key and all off beat, people are going to be standing in the club like with that kind of face. Like, what are you doing? What is this? DJ, turn the song. I don't want to hear this. I can't groove to this. You threw off my groove. So another reason why you need to take lessons, musical lessons, but I would also encourage you to take dance lessons as well. You need to be able to relate to people who are going to be supporting your music. And if people can't dance to it, they're not going to want to hear it. Music is supposed to be a way that they are kind of like taken out of reality and don't have to think about certain things. But if I'm thinking about how bad, like how I cannot escape because I all I can hear is this person rapping off beat on the song. It's not good. They're not going to want to play it again. Or they'll play it to make fun of it, which sure, that might be cool for you. But how long did that last for Blueface? And now he has a reputation of rapping off key or off beat, I should say. There's that meme going around and I wish I had downloaded it before I put on here, but I just thought about it um, where it's like a hey, blue face. You want to do a song? He was like, yeah, I already sent my verse. And they, they respond back, nigga, we ain't even sent the beat. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite memes. It's so hilarious to me, but Something else that I feel artists should do is um, to develop themselves, like what you need to do, what you need to study to be an artist. You need to study different artists and different genres. You would be a fool to believe that the only thing you need to succeed is your kind of music, your preferred music. Uh, a lot of rappers will only listen to rap music and 
think that that's going to be okay. Like, yeah, sure. But look at how saturated rap music is, right? Look at how many people sound that way. And you're chasing that sound that everybody else has. So the reason why I would encourage you to listen to different artists and especially different genres is because it might help you have an idea to make a fusion of certain sounds or it will expose you just like with uh, just like with studying different languages, like I mentioned earlier, it will expose you to how other cultures, how other people will interact with the music, depending on where they are, depending on where they're from, depending on the culture, depending on how people do certain things in that region. You know what I mean? So when you listen to different kinds of music, different kinds of artists, different kinds of singing styles, it gives you a better idea of how you can manipulate and use your instrument because your voice is an instrument, right? When you study other people, it helps to give you an idea of all the things that you could possibly do with your instrument as well. And if you only stay within one genre, if you only listen to one style, one type of artist, you're never expanding your musical ear. Remember we mentioned that earlier. You're never expanding your vocabulary, your musical vocabulary. You're just never expanding on your skill and you'll very much stay in a box if you rely on knowing how to do something in one genre. Um, because another point that I want to make with that, right? If you want to be famous, you can be famous in your city, but only people in your city will know that. You can be famous within your country, but people say they want to be known internationally, but don't want to study a language other than their own. They won't pick up a book to read about different cultures. They won't travel. You know what I mean? Like all of that plays a role into developing yourself as an artist. You have to know so many different aspects of the world and of life to be able to relate it back into the music. But if you're not comfortable or you're not willing to explore things outside of what you're used to, you'll always be stuck. And like I always talk about, you need to be able to evolve as an artist. You need to be able to grow as an artist, not just growing within yourself, but growing once you found a fan base, you all can grow together. But if you stay in that one spot that you've always been in, people are going to get tired of it. You're, it's going to get old really quickly, trust me. And you will not have a long career. That's just how I feel. So is it sounding like it's really easy to be an artist so far? I don't know. Um, these are things that I've been thinking about for a very long time. And surprisingly, it's things that people, that other artists don't think about in depth. And of course, there are aspects of this that I haven't thought about in depth, but there are a slew of things that I've made up in my mind. Okay, I need to be developing this until that time comes to where I am on that level that I want to be on right so the next thing the next skill that i would say an artist needs to be developing would be physical fitness i need to talk to my rappers on this one again because it's always the new rappers the ones who have been rapping for like three to six months who they just don't understand certain concepts it's okay to put down the weed a lot of times because the weed is messing with your lung capacity it's messing with your ability to breathe you want to be able to say these long, complicated phrases, but you can't expand your lungs and take in enough air enough to be able to get through these phrases. And we're in a studio. The studio was very forgiving. 
you have the um the ability in the studio to stop and punch in stop and do it again but in a live situation you don't have that opportunity you need to be able to push out that air you need to be able to handle those long phrases you need the lung capacity to put on a full performance if you are struggling to get through three to five words two to three lines or phrases in a song in the studio your physical fitness is lacking what's up pillow jones what's up bolo the producer thank y'all for tuning in to the lex chat so physical fitness is something that you would think is an obvious thing that you need to work on as an artist but from what i see a lot of they here's the here's the problem right there's a certain lifestyle that a lot of rappers try to portray but they're not highlighting the healthy parts or the the positive things about it right they highlight the drugs they highlight the drinking they highlight the smoking but they're not telling you that those things actually hamper your ability to perform or they're not telling you that you have to work just as hard to negate the effects of those things to be able to put on a good or a decent show <clears throat> now when you make it to a certain level i feel like rappers because singers sometimes can get away with like the lip singing thing rappers y'all need to be able to perform on stage and another thing stop overlapping your lines because how do you expect to get through those phrases when you're on stage if you're well i guess they be keeping the tracks on anyway they don't even take their voice out so they can perform live anyway child that's a different conversation but anyway like i said physical fitness right the lifestyle that these that a lot of rappers are portraying with the drugs, the drinking, the smoking. That's not good for your lung capacity, like I said. Fitness, running, eating well, all of those are going to expand the life of you, the person, and it has an effect on how you sound. It has an effect on how you are able to perform. With physical fitness and the other part too, right? I actually did a YouTube video on this um, a long time ago where I talked about the effects of physical fitness on artists and how things like cardio will help to increase your lung capacity so you have the ability to get through long phrases without sounding winded. When you're performing on stage, you need to develop that physical stamina to be able to go for at least an hour long when you're on stage performing for people. I've seen Beyonce do a show for two hours straight two hours this was during F essence festival years ago um it was right after michael jackson passed away and she dedicated halo to him and she performed for two hours straight i want to say by herself on stage yeah she didn't she didn't really have um a whole production at essence festival that year and this was over 10 years ago at this point yeah i was probably in middle school honestly um but yeah, Pillow Jones says that's why I respect Jay-Z so much as a rapper. His live performances were always stellar without lip syncing. And I would have to agree. When you are relying on the track, um, certain things you can like if you were a singer, you would have to worry less about vocal control, but then you focus all of that energy into maybe the dance steps, right? As a rapper, we don't really see rappers out here with choreography. So as a rapper, your lyricism is like the one thing that gets you credit out here. It gets you 
clout, gets you respect. So why wouldn't you want to perform live so you could truly talk to the people the way that you're popping off on the track, right? I never quite understood that. But um, yeah, back to what I was saying about Beyonce. She performed for two hours straight at Essence Festival. And being an artist is truly, there is an athleticism to it that to me is obvious that needs to be worked on, but it's not so obvious to a lot of people. And I can tell that it's not obvious because of the excessive amount of drinking and because of the excessive indulgence in drugs and smoking and things that are like slowly tearing down people's bodies and it's decreasing your lifespan and therefore decreasing your life, your, your musical lifespan, your, the lifespan of your career, right? Um, but let me see. Pillow Jones says, Beyonce is a vocal beast live. Every time I see someone say that she can't sing, I'm like, how, Sway? Boggles the mind. I don't understand why people don't give Beyonce her props either. She is the standard. People get mad or upset when I say that, but it's true. Beyonce is the standard, and I don't know how anyone could deny that she's the standard. Um, I guess because we're so used to seeing such laziness and mediocrity when it comes to artists these days that people feel like, oh, that's just Beyonce. When no, that's what a true performer is. And somebody tried to argue with me the other day that, and I love Beyonce, but I, I did have to agree with them on a couple of points. We were having the discussion of, you know, people say that Beyonce is the Michael Jackson of our time. And I agree with that. Now, where he said I was wrong is musically, she is not the Michael Jackson of our time. And I actually have to agree with that because I there are, I feel like there aren't any like classic albums from Beyonce or classic songs. Um, aside from, I think what's close is Love on Top or um, what's the one that I love? Ego is close or Rocket from her Beyonce album. Those are the closest to being like timeless hits. But other than that, I haven't seen that from her. And I love Beyonce. But when it comes to performance, she is the closest thing we have to Michael Jackson, in my opinion. But that's a whole nother conversation. Pillow Jones says, facts. Name me one female singer from this era that has the same skill set as her. And um, I will say that I am excited about Normani as a performer. But I don't know about Normani's voice because I honestly don't follow her that much as an artist. Um, but performance-wise, she is amazing. Tiana Taylor um, is an amazing performer. And then Chloe Bailey is being set up to be an amazing performer. Um, however, I'm not sure about Chloe Bailey yet. It's very exciting that she's the protege, but things I'm seeing from her, I'm just like, eh. I, I didn't want to say it, Pillow. Normani is dope, but her voice, meh. That's exactly what I was thinking. Her performance is amazing, but I don't follow her music enough to know if her voice is all that great. The only thing I really have to go off of for her is motivation and wild side. Motivation to me was typical pop bop. Um, Pillow Jones says, I would say that her Lemonade album was her thriller. I would say Lemonade is the closest thing to her classic album. Yes. 
But look at the amount of pain that it took to get to that. But to go back to Normani, yeah. Um, motivation for me, it was like, meh. This is a typical pop song. And then Wild Side, I just wasn't impressed. I'm a huge Aaliyah fan and I was disappointed with how that song was executed. Um, Lyric-wise, I'm just like, this sounds like everything else. You have a clearance by Barry Hankerson to use Aaliyah's sample. And this is what you do. But I don't know. Pillow Jones says, Chloe could possibly be to Beyonce what Usher was to Michael Jackson, a great protege. Very possible. She's, Chloe definitely has it. It's just the stuff she be doing online. And again, I don't follow, I, I don't follow celebrities on Instagram for real. I follow Beyonce. I follow Lori Harvey. Um... That's really it. I follow other people that I know. I don't be following these celebrities. Um, but the stuff that I do see that the blogs go in on her for, it's cringy. She's already pretty. She ain't got to try. She's talented. And yet her music is being dumbed down compared to the music she came out with her sister. Um, but hey. Pillow Jones says Tiana Taylor is a beast. She just needs some hits. Kanye failed her big time. She is a star. She is a star. And yeah, I don't know. It took me the longest to figure out she was Kanye's artist. I think I just found that out like two years ago. But yeah, she is amazing. And she has a great work ethic. But last thing I want to say about physical fitness, right? Aside from it, it baffling my mind that people don't understand how fitness is linked to your instrument of the voice as far as lung capacity and then you can't do all the drinking and the drugs and weed and all of that but you are a walking product as an artist and you have to maintain a certain physical stature to continue to be appealing to your fan base um sex plays a huge role sex appeal plays a huge role in music and while we would like to believe that you will be given your props on the talent alone. You gotta present the full package. If the package is not right, people may not, people may be hesitant to accept the gift. If the package is not presented properly, people may be hesitant to accept the gift. Let me write that down. Let me write that down. If the package isn't presented properly, people may be hesitant to accept. Ugh, this handwriting is bad. To accept the gift. Ooh, a word a word if the package isn't presented properly people may be hesitant to accept the gift mm. the real eye says lexi i want you to write the intro to my song nobody the intro interesting um send it to me let's see we'll get into it all right so we talked about physical fitness there are actually two more points that I want to get into 
on this topic of what it takes to be an artist, some of the obvious skills that I feel like need to be addressed when it comes to being an artist. But you may be surprised, like common sense, it ain't so common. So some of these things, although they're obvious to me, may not be obvious to other artists. I have two more points that I'm gonna get into, but if you wanna continue hearing about this conversation, you gotta go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL to hear those last two points and to get this full conversation. By becoming a patron for just $5 a month, you will get access to exclusive content behind the scenes and these extended uncut episodes of Lex Chat that you are seeing today. But you gotta become a patron to do so. So go to patreon.com slash LexiATL to become a patron for as little as $5 or you can choose to pledge more if you would like. But it's really a, um, it's really a community where I get into these little discussions to help artists Joggle our, joggle our brains, give ideas on how we can better develop as artists and give ideas for how we can get our music out there and finding our own special niche. So if that sounds like a community you'd be interested in being a part of and building and growing with, then go to patreon.com slash LexiATL. And for those of you who are listening live, please join Patreon or encourage others to join Patreon so we can get this community on it. Jump in. I think it's going to be really important to help educate up and coming artists especially these up and coming rappers there's so much information out there right now that i think it's just unacceptable for people to not be taking the initiative to look up but it makes it easier to learn things and follow through with things when you have a supportive community to help you find the answers help you apply the knowledge so Again, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in hearing more about and being a part of, then go to patreon.com slash LexiATL to become a patron of mine. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please make sure you thumbs up, like the video, and subscribe, and even hit the notification bell if you'll be interested in seeing or being notified when I post this content. All right, everybody. So just before I let you go from this Lex chat, I wanna remind you again that I have a show coming up on Thursday, May 19th in Atlanta, Georgia at Believe Music Hall. That's 181 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. I will be performing a set at nine o'clock, but you must get tickets to this event. Tickets are $25. So Atlanta, if you are in my city, come out to Believe Music Hall on Thursday, May 19th, where I will be performing. Links to the show are going to be in my bio. They're gonna be down below in the description box. Also, if you would like me to send the link to you directly, send me a message or an email. I will directly send that link to you. But please come out to support me. I'll be performing some of your favorite songs, including All Keeps, Bed Dream, and Drop Top. Request some other songs that I should do. I got a pretty decent set, so let me know what y'all want to hear. But thanks so much for joining me on this Lex Chat this week. I'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>